I was thinking about this the other day. You know, all of the people you see around that are living their dreams, it looks like they've reached the epitome of success and you really enjoy watching them on social media. And maybe you think, oh, I want to do that. Or, oh, I would love to be in that situation. Or, I want to be fit like that. Whatever the case, whatever those things are that you might say to yourself, I want you to remember this. Those people are ordinary people, just like you and me. But what is it that makes them succeed? Do you ever wonder what it is? Yes, they definitely have proof that they have stuck to their goals, but I'm here to tell you, it's so much more than just planning your goals and sticking to them. You know, we've been talking a lot about goals this year, how to reflect on the previous year and plan for the new year and what things to focus on and how to push through resistance, all of that. But I don't think I've hit on this topic. And really, it's surprising because I believe that these three things are the key components in reaching success, no matter what you're working on. So buckle in. I'm not only going to share the three important things, but I'm also going to give you ways, strategies of how you can get good at each of these. So you can be that person that you'd look at and say, wow, how did they do that? I want to be like them. That's exciting. Okay, let's do this. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. I actually had a little trouble with the title of this one because I couldn't decide what to actually call these three things, which is why I called them things. I know you're probably supposed to be more descriptive, but really they're not skills. They're not strategies. They're just all different. But I know that they are all extremely important for our success. So for fun, I wanted to add the simple definitions for each one first. Stick with me here. So number one of the three most important things you need for success is desire. What is the simple definition of desire? It's this, a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. Now, here's the thing. There's a big back and forth argument on this idea, so to speak. There are two schools of thought. Some people who believe that in order to achieve a goal, you need the knowledge and tools to know how to reach or achieve that goal. That's the first thing. Then the other school of thought is that you first have to have the desire to achieve that goal, and then the knowledge and learning the tools of how to achieve it comes after that. So what do you think it is? What's first? What's more important between those two things, the desire or the knowledge and the tools? I'll pause for a minute while you think about it. Okay, so what did you come up with? My opinion is this, you have to want it so bad and have this burning desire first. Absolutely, I think this is the first thing, you really have to want it. This is one of the main differences, in my opinion, between people who are successful and those who are not really living up to their abilities. They have this unrelenting drive for success, 
And that's because their desire for what they're working for is so intense. They don't just have wishes or dreams. This burning desire turns dreams into those must-haves, and they push through anything to get there. I actually touched on this a little bit in how to push through the resistance when it's hard to stick to your goals. I think it's episode 46. It's one of the ways to really push through when you hit resistance. You really have got to create that excitement and desire for your goal and bathe in it, like bathe in it every day. Get excited about it every single day. Desire is what's going to give you that motivation when you don't even feel like doing anything that you need to do. Desire is what's going to give you hope. It's going to give you inspiration and energy when you need it. Okay, so let's talk about the ways to create this desire. How do you develop it? I have three ways. I love them all. Number one, bathe in the results of what you're working to achieve. What? (laughs) Is that what you really mean, Holly? Bathe? Yep, that's what I mean. Here it is. Spend your time every day getting excited about your goal, immersing yourself in that world, looking at things, watching things that will be really inspiring to you. So let's take a few examples. I actually shared this before, but I think one of the most powerful things is to look at or hear stories of big transformations and successes in the area you're focusing on. We're all familiar with the health and body transformations. So if you're working on your health and wanting to lose weight or gain some muscle, find the things that are motivating in this area. On social media, maybe it's the account that makes amazing keto recipes that's inspiring to you. Or maybe it's this account you've been following for a while. It's this woman. She is in this similar life space than you. Maybe she's working on her fitness, showing you how she fits it all in with the things that she's going on, that she's got going on in her life. And maybe that's just what you need to get more excited, seeing that it is possible. Okay, let's take a different example. Maybe you want to work on decluttering your home. You're drowning in the stuff, which... I've been there, trust me. (laughs) Maybe for this, it's seeing the before and afters of a garage organization or clean out. Oh my gosh, that's so satisfying, by the way, isn't it? Or the before and after of a closet organization. I love those too. So don't discount this one because it really works. I've shared this before, but when we moved and I had to join a new gym, it had a whole different vibe and, and not a good one. And I wasn't excited about my workouts and it really was affecting me. And like, I just found myself not as excited to go work out. So I knew I needed a change. I started to watch YouTube videos on workouts at home, just like those HIIT workouts you see. Then I found some people that I really liked. I thought they were fun. I learned so many things. I got excited about the things you can do at home. I literally watched so many of those videos to the point where I was hooked. I was literally so excited again for working out. I really needed that to refresh that excitement to keep me going on my health and fitness journey. The key is to find the things that are inspiring to you and are relevant to what you're working on. Keep finding those things. Keep watching those things. Read stories. See transformations. Whatever it is you need to get excited about your goal. Okay, let's go to the second way to build more desire. This might sound similar, but it's not. It complements number one, and that is feed your mind with successful and empowering content. 
So here is where you're going to read. You're going to read books. You're going to read articles. You're going to listen to books and podcasts. You're going to learn all about your topic. Attend workshops, seminars, conferences, even form relationships with the people in that particular niche or the people that are working on the same goal as you. For example, have you decided to finally start the side hustle you've been wanting, right? You've been watching those online business owners just have success in what they're doing and you're just excited and you're wanting to start that journey. Well, then connect more with those people who are doing just that. What podcasts talk about that? What books can you order or listen to on Audible? One amazing person in this space is Amy Porterfield. I'm sure you've heard of her. I think she is amazing. She's so knowledgeable and successful and truly inspirational. I like her authentic down-to-earth approach. She has a successful podcast too, and it's called the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, where she shares a lot of actionable tips and strategies for starting an online business. It's really fantastic. In fact, she just finished her first book and I just received it today. It's called Two Weeks Notice. Find the courage to quit your job, make more money, work where you want, and change the world. How about that for a title, right? (laughs) I'm excited to read it. Anyway, going back, this strategy to build up burning desire is so effective. Again, just bathing in everything you can get your hands on to learn and grow, to build excitement and emotion, and to keep you on fire for your goal. Let me share now the third way to build desire. Number three, find the one person that you want to emulate. Look at what they do. How do they live? What are they about? Find the person that you can use as a role model, so to speak. And here's the thing. You have to look at everything in order for it to be aligned and genuine to what you really want. Let's, let's take this example. You've heard me talk about Tom Bilyeu before here on the podcast, one of my all-time favorite people to learn from. He's so inspiring. And he, if you, if you don't know him, he was the co-founder of Quest Nutrition and is currently the co-host of Impact Theory. And on Impact Theory, he interviews some of the world's highest achievers just wanting to learn about the success and the secrets to success. And his topics are about mindset and discipline, just all of those topics to get you to the best version of yourself. As usual, I'll leave the links for him and for Amy as well in the show notes. I always do that. But I heard him talk about this thought once. One of his listeners was saying how, oh my gosh, one day I want to be like you, Tom. I I really want to have your life. And Tom was really quick to ask more questions and ended up saying, be careful, my friend, be careful. Look at every single aspect. My life, he said, is intense. I work 14 to 16 hour days or more. I don't have kids. In the week, I only do two things. I'm either working or working out. I have strict rules for my life. And he went on and on. Meaning, if you're thinking, oh, oh man, I want his life or her life. Be sure, be really sure you know what that life is and what that entails and what it means. Sometimes what you see and what you think is, oh my gosh, that's amazing. In real life, it looks a lot different than just the little nuggets here and there you see on social media. The last thing I'm going to say for this idea is that one of the ways you can create desire is connect back to your why. That's pretty popular, I believe, and I know it's effective if you have a big, meaningful why, because then your goal has a deeper meaning that pushes you in and of itself. 
For instance, if you have a family history of heart issues and sadly you lost a family member too early, maybe you don't need any other reason. Maybe you're working out and staying healthy so you're there for your kids and your family. That's your big motivation. That's your why. It has emotion and it's full of meaning. But sometimes it it might be you don't have a big why. And that's when you need to figure out ways to get excited, to get enthusiastic about your goals, to continually fill your mind with positive energy to keep your desire strong. Okay, let's take a deep breath and move on. (laughs) The second most important thing you need for success, and that is number two, belief. What is the simple definition of belief? Let's just put that out there. Something that is accepted considered to be true, or held as an opinion. Okay, we can go in a few directions on this one, like having the belief in yourself. That's going to dive into confidence and ways to build your self-confidence. We're not going to go there today. I have a few different episodes on confidence if you'd like to look back, episodes 2, 16, 18, 31, just to name a few. This idea, this is the belief that what you're working on will happen. You will succeed no matter what. As we take all the actions we need to reach our goals, the belief that we will be successful is critical. It's setting our mind with the right information and the right mental strength and mindset to endure anything that comes our way as we move through our journey. It's creating the capacity to deal with challenges, setbacks, and pushing through those roadblocks. Belief empowers you to be unstoppable. I love that. Let's repeat that one. (laughs) Belief empowers you to be unstoppable. Let me share a story about Michael Phelps. You might already know this, but the more I read, the more I was so in awe of him. Michael Phelps is widely regarded as one of the most accomplished athletes of all time. He captured more Olympic medals, world championships, U.S. national titles, and world records than any other swimmer in history. He won 28 medals, 23 being gold, across five Olympics. An incredible athlete. Here's where I'm going to come to one of the strategies to build belief in your success, and that's visualization. So listen to this about Michael Phelps. Part of his training was visualization training. His trainer, Bob Bowman, talked about how he did this. First, the visualization process was started by getting the body in a completely relaxed state. Bowman stressed how the visualization had to be so vivid and rehearsed multiple times. Michael Phelps would rehearse his races hundreds of times before the day of the race so that when he would step up on the blocks, his body goes on autopilot. His body knew what to do from rehearsing so many times and his races became second nature in a way that his brain already knew how to swim the race. Another important part of Phelps' visualization training was imagining anything that could go wrong and being prepared for it. So if his suit ripped or his goggles filled up with water, he would be ready in his mind to swim with any adversity that came his way. So once the race day came, and for some reason one of those things happened, His mind didn't even go into panic mode. Phelps was able to stay calm and work out the problem because he already visualized fixing every single thing. Isn't that so cool? 
So many athletes use this technique, and I know many successful people use it, no matter what area of expertise. I'll share the article where I read about that, and I also found a study by Dr. David Hamilton that really puts the science behind all of this. The study is called, Does Your Brain Distinguish Real from Imaginary? And it's so interesting. So they were judging by the brain scans. They had one group of volunteers, and they were asked to play a simple sequence on the piano for five days in a row. Their brains were scanned each day in the region that was connected to their finger muscles. And then another group of volunteers was asked to imagine playing the notes instead of actually playing the notes. And then they had their brains scanned each day as well. In the article, you can see that the changes from the volunteer group who actually played the piano to the volunteer group who visualized playing the piano weren't even that different. The brain didn't even distinguish the real playing from the imagined playing. It's so interesting. I'm going to leave a link to this article or this study, and you can see it for yourself. And if you're asking, well, what does that mean in real life? It means that as far as your brain is concerned, whatever you imagine to be happening, your brain believes is actually happening. I just think that's amazing. I'm going to share one more quick study with you, and then I'll share some essentials to effectively start using this visualization technique in your own life. I saw a YouTube short video from Jim Quick. And by the way, if you don't know Jim, he's amazing. He's the founder of Quick Learning and a widely recognized world expert in brain performance. He teaches speed reading, memory improvement, accelerated learning. And by the way, he's quite a story. When he was a young boy, he had an accident and a really bad head injury that left him struggling in school. So now his mission is to help people maximize the power of the brain. I think it's incredible. I'll leave his information, of course, below. But the video is this. He was talking about a study done at the University of Chicago with three groups of people. They had all of the three groups do free throws in basketball. Group number one, they told practice shooting free throws an hour a day. Group two, they told them don't practice at all. And group three, they told them practice, but don't touch a real ball or don't go on the court. Practice with your mind like you're successfully shooting free throws an hour a day. They followed up 30 days later and they measured group one, put them back on the court, and they actually improved 24%. Group two, exactly the same. Group three, this is interesting. They are the ones that only practiced in their mind. They improved 23%, only 1% less than group one who did the physical practicing on the court. That is so powerful to me, isn't it? So with this, To create this belief for success, visualize in your mind each step you need to take, every detail to get you to your goal. Imagine yourself performing the task, improving each time you think about it and visualize it. And I've learned you don't just visualize the end goal. You visualize yourself doing the work, every step, every possible challenge, every roadblock, and then what you're going to do to get back up from that, all of it. I love this research. So how do you even start doing visualization? Here are five essentials you need to start. Number one, you have to know what it is you want. You need clarity. 
Number two, you have to describe it all in great detail. Like I said, don't just talk about the end result, but every step in getting there. Number three, use emotions. Really feel it. Really feel like, what does it feel like to win the competition? What does it feel like to be that new CEO or how it feels to be healthier and be able to take a hike with your family? Whatever your goal, describe the feelings you had like you've already reached the goal. Number four, you should write this all out in detail. And number five, practice and do it daily. I know there are many more pieces to this, and trust me, I am not the expert for sure. But without doing an entire episode on just this, let's stop with those five steps to start visualizing, and then maybe in the future I'll have an expert come on and talk about it. I think that would be so interesting. So yes, visualizing definitely increases your confidence and seeing yourself succeed in your mind helps you to believe that success can be yours. And it will be, right? It will be. Okay, we're going to move to number three, and it is a power couple. (laughs) The power of consistency and perseverance. So to keep consistent with how we're describing these terms, you see, notice what I did there? (laughs) Here are the definitions. The simple definition of consistent is to act or do in the same way over time. The simple definition of perseverance is a continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, and opposition. This is a double whammy for sure. The power of both consistent action along with perseverance, it's so important for success. And as I thought more about this, it is so important that I actually want to stop and pause and do a part two next week. I really don't want to short this one because it's super important and I don't want to lose you as well. So I think next week we're going to dive into how to be more consistent and develop perseverance because I get asked that a lot. How do I stay consistent? You know, how do I keep going when I don't want to keep going? (laughs) We all struggle with this in one way or another, don't we? But it's the little things that we can do every single day. It's that consistency that really adds up to big, big changes. And I talk about that a lot. The more consistent you are, the more momentum you build. It's such a good positive uh, cycle. Okay, I'm going to stop so I won't overlap with next week. And next week, come back because it's going to be juicy. We're going to talk about how to be more consistent and how these two powerful ingredients are vital for your success. Let's wrap up then this part, I guess I should say part one. I also just want to add one thing. As you move through your life and you're working on a goal or you're working towards something you really want or maybe you even need in your life, don't forget to surround yourself with people that get it, people that are supportive and kind. You know, family and friends that encourage you and celebrate your successes, it really is a powerful part of the journey and it makes a big difference. So your challenge to end the day or to end the podcast today is this. What action are you going to take? What are you going to do to move the needle in your pursuit today? It doesn't have to be big, but don't just listen and then shut it off and go about your day. Make it be like, what am I going to do today? I would love it if you just took one positive step towards your goal. Maybe 
That's just getting excited again about your goal. Maybe you kind of lost a little motivation. Go watch some of the people that inspire you and and read an inspiring book or listen to an inspiring podcast. Get excited again. Whatever it is, take an action that's gonna make you feel good and a whole positive cycle will follow. All right, my friends, that's it for the week. I can't wait for part two next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.